0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler.
1: And I'm going on an adventure.
0: Me and Alex. And this week we're talking about... <laughs> Do you even remember the subtitle to this movie? There in Smaug again. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by special guest Joseph! Who volunteered to be here We're <laughs> not sure
2: why. You know, I, I said I'd be back for episode 200. It's uh, about... <laughs> Five episodes later. It's about 95 <laughs> weeks early. But, uh, yeah, I'm here. I uh, figured, I, with these two in shape, I hated what I've heard so far on Lord of the Rings, so... I'm here for the worst part of it. So many A-pluses, just the worst. Well, you gave A-minus to... I gave a
1: single A-minus to two towers, which is still a very good grade. Get over it.
0: Uh, No. Never get over it. It's (laughs) still real to me, dang it. Because your opinion has to
1: line up with mine. Of course, that's the only way this works. Correct. So, we're talking about The Hobbit, an unexpected journey, directed by Peter Jackson, kind of. produced by warner brothers Um, from 2012 it has a 65 percent critic score and an 83 percent audience score of course those are those are coming from rotten tomatoes um gotta remember those are the scores from the time yeah so all about perspective
0: hindsight is 2020 other phrases so, when I, when I was, there was a time when I was doing a, a project in, in the class. and it was, it was on, I had to choose, a, a, do I think I was assigned the presenter on, on a jazz, a jazz performer. And so I was given the project to do a performance, a presentation on Earl Hines. And so Earl Hines. I thought you were going to say it was on, on Peter Jackson. Jackson. Don't remember much about him. He's a g- g- cool dude. I mean, he's, he's You know, the director music. and well-renowned jazz player, so, Peter Jackson. <laughs> 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 so, 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 Earl Hines, he's, the, there's, I noticed something in his biography where, he, uh, as it turns out, he was actually blinded uh, at one point in his life in a car wreck, actually. And so I, I didn't end up using this because I just, I, I'm not, I'm not a, a super extroverted person. I didn't really know many people in this class. I didn't feel like I would have been going too far. would have been asking too much of their, their, uh, their cognitive processes on this, this tired uh, Thursday, whatever it was. And, you know, everyone just wants to get out and doesn't care about these presentations. Anyway, I really wanted to include the joke. That hindsight was not, in fact, twenty twenty. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his
1: review, and that's on, the review of on the poster. It, that point. whole story is his review on the poster. Correct. So we are we are talking about the extended edition, although it doesn't make that much of a difference in this case of of the first Hobbit movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched Tyler and I watched this like a week ago. Um, life kind of called and distracted me <laughs> from reviewing this very important film. Thankfully. <laughs> you know. So, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember a whole lot about this movie, which, probably 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 a good thing for the most part. I would um, say so. Yep. It also probably speaks to the quality of the movie. Joseph, have you seen the extended edition for this? No. Okay, when's the last time you watched the first Hobbit movie? Please tell me it was in the theater. <laughs> in 2013? <laughs> uh...
0: Okay, oh, so was I could this way I actually don't. 2012, 2013, 2014. I would, yes. I
2: would okay. say probably sometime around 2014 because I don't actually own the movie. Sure. Um As because most people you don't. know I you really shouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a long time since I last seen it. I've actually done a little bit of research. I actually read the book too when I was a little younger. Okay. Yeah, that's where most of my issues come from.
1: And so since you weren't here for the Lord of the Rings episodes, I assume you would give A-pluses to all of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what we're going with. Yep. Now, Now I, I feel like we should throw out a little warning, just like we've done with some of our other movies. We do not like any of these, I mm-hmm. don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for the third one. Especially the third one. I thought this one was okay coming into this this last viewing. Same. Um, since that is, has dropped significantly, um, I don't think it's very good. I don't. I think all of us are kind of unanimous with that. But just fair warning, if you like the Hobbit movies, um, because I do actually know some people who do, um, yeah, this ain't for you, because uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna be bashing it. I have very few good things to say about this movie. Sure. Although I do have some good things. Yeah. I don't. At thi- least one. I have a. I have a few. I have a few. Um. At least one so let's let's go ahead and get into our best Morse things who wants to go first I mean uh, are we just going to both point it out <laughs> uh, unless you're not ready because he never is because he never puts thought the best it. thing
0: about this movie would uh, see I know you're going to go for the Gollum uh, Bilbo spoilers that's uh, fine <laughs> uh, so, so that in, in lieu of that feel free to use it
1: I don't. I don't care.
0: I was gonna. You have multiple good things, so I'm gonna go ahead and, and take this one for me, okay. and you can, okay. you can use one of your your okay. assembly that you got there. Yeah. So the, it would be uh, assembly, it would be uh, simply like three items, yes, which are now two. <laughs> it would be the the Bilbo and Gollum riddle scene. It's impactful. It's, it's 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 really well performed. It's just two guys talking. It's it's the slowest this movie goes for like its entire how long was the, the extended edition three it's hours it's about three hours it's the slowest the movie goes for that entire time period it's just sort of like a nice breather it's very it's, it's intense there's a lot of tension going on the, the riddles are great and the back and forth is great and they just have really good chemistry excellent yeah. random spot of just really good stuff the the I mean even like the cinematography and everything is, is good as far at least to the extent that I can grade cinematography um, everything looks nice and
1: it reminds us that Gollum can be funny along with being yes. very menacing yes. at the same time. Yes. I genuinely, like, had, like, full-on laughs during mm-hmm. that scene. Yeah. And it was also very true to the book. Which is mm-hmm. something I really enjoyed about it. Yeah. So what you're telling me is this movie is best when it sticks to the book. What a
0: novel idea. <laughs> there's... Oh. A there's, a fun. F- there, there's a... There's a, a football term where... where or a football... All, specifically a, a referee call where uh in football if you're not familiar we're talking about American football here. If you're not familiar there there is an offensive line so that is This is the, leading into our spin-off football that is, podcast correct by the way. that is the the, the five uh the five kind it's of It's called members, Here Comes um, the Yardage <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the happiest I am through this entire this entire recording. <laughs>
1: Because well, I mean, you gonna finally be, get
0: up gonna, with the name. Well it's gonna <laughs> no, it's
1: gonna be the happiest you'll be in the next three
0: recordings. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. What about uh, the end of the third?
1: Oh yeah, because then you're done.
0: True. <laughs> I am gonna be too I'm gonna be too distraught to be able to like Anyway. Uh, so the offensive line, typically it's it's five people could, you can you can do some formation stuff, but typically you got you got five people on this line. You've got the center, the center is the middle person on the five person line. And if they jump before the, the ball is snapped, then that's called a, a false start, and so that's that's a penalty on the the defensive team because they're like you know they're trying to or not necessarily trying but may, you know they've 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 given themselves an advantage whether accidentally or on purpose. Uh, sometimes you'll see you'll see a referee call uh, where instead of just calling a false start on one of these individual offensive line players, they'll say false start everybody but the center, and it's usually usually the the commentators get a kick out of it. Uh, my my worst thing about The Hobbit is everything but the center. <laughs> that's, that's how, that's <laughs> how I'm going to define the, that. And the center is the little the golem scene? The, the little ho- golem scene right there okay. in the middle of all of that madness. Okay. Was that even necessary? That? Yes. As much time as I can spend not talking about The Hobbit during this podcast, I'm going to make that happen. And that's.
1: Well, I mean, the movie does veer away into just scenes that don't amount to anything so that's also fair. <laughs> it's very unbrand. brand that is super fair
2: <laughs> but as a football player i'm deeply deeply <laughs> <laughs> enraged by your explanation of all-star false or whatever. <sighs> alright so did you want me to go or? <laughs> I, I guess i'll go okay unless you yeah. want to go no go ahead um my favorite thing is the casting martin freeman Mm-hmm. Bill, I think he... Took another one. <laughs> another one? Well, just, good thing he had three. <laughs> uh, uh, or maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I think he does an excellent job with the character and kind of giving him that, that wit. And he also gives it... I don't know. Just, it, it's a, it's a, he, he plays it well, and I thought he did a good job, according to the book. Mm-hmm. Um, not much else to that, but my, my worst thing is how much they just add in... For the sake of making this a prequel rather than its own movie. Yeah. Um they they try to relate it too much to Lord of the Rings, and really the only thing that should be tying it into the Lord of the Rings is the riddle scene, which yep. is the only part they do well. <laughs> and, <laughs> which is just a fascinating so, little icon and, and
1: that's that's really the the heart of the, the problem with these movies, right? Mm-hmm. It's that it's constantly it, it's it's on the line between is are we adapting the Hobbit or are we trying to be a Lord oh, of the Rings yeah, prequel? Yeah. And it's constantly. Because those are really two.
0: Despite the fact that the Hobbit is the prequel to the Lord of the Rings, in the book idea, yeah. the, the issue is that the Hobbit was not written as a prequel to the Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings was written as a sequel to the Hobbit, and therefore Martin. And there at, is a difference. Not Martin. Uh, Tolkien had matured quite a bit by the time he he had written that as a writer. Um, I'm trying to remember. The Hobbit, I believe, came out in the 30s. Do you know? All well, from- s-
2: okay, so Lord of the Rings was 37. Hobbit was. Was that the 20s then? The I think it was 20s. I'll look it up. Yeah, look this up because
0: I thought that Lord of the Rings actually came out after World War II. after he had Tolkien had been involved in World War II. I could be wrong about that, but regardless, very different. I mean, it was a, it was a long time span. It was at least five, ten years, and very different book. Kind of kind of came out of out of a completely different uh, angle, different, different approach, different perspective, and so it, you can't really make. A Hobbit movie adaptation that is supposed to be the prequel to Lord of the Rings, like you need to just make it its own thing. Which originally Guillermo del Toro was attached to this, which probably would have been delightful and yeah. would have been very adventure heavy and and just sort of a, a romp, and and probably would not have been any sort of of ridiculous overblown epic soap opera in Middle Earth that just sort of is a pale shadow of everything we loved. From the first three movies,
2: right. And by the way, I was wrong. Uh, Hobbit was thirty-seven. the Rings was fifty-four. Yeah.
0: That, so, so that's that's actually longer so, than I thought was. And so, so he, had, it was literally, what is that? Seventeen years later. Yeah. And he had been through World War II since then. Like mm-hmm. that is a significant, like, life change. Like the it's it's an entirely different tone because. There's an, I mean, he, he wrote it as well because his children had grown up. He wrote the first Hobbit for his children. By the time he wrote The Lord of the Rings, his children had grown up, and he was still writing it for them, but he was writing it for them now when they were, you know, like, college age, basically, if, if not older, right? So.
2: Well, and also they kind of had this idea of... Like, World War One was bad, obviously, but World yes. War II had this very much worldwide Doom feel, yes. and that's what I feel like Lord of the Rings has that The Hobbit doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's more... This is the end of the world rather than just yes trying yes. to reclaim someone's heart because
0: which is it's not to say that because i am sure some of our our 15 viewers here maybe uh maybe losing their minds over the fact that i'm, I'm bringing up world war ii in, in the conversation of this because tolkien famously did not appreciate or any sort of allegory in in his works and like he he very explicitly stated that he did not intend for any allegory but that's still world war ii still affected his worldview heavily I think it's pretty obvious to see in the difference between these two books. So, there's that. All right. Did you say both your best and worst? Yeah, I'm. What was your worst?
2: worst? My worst thing was the fact that they were having a hard time making this more of a
1: prequel rather than oh. its own thing. So much so that I got we progressively it. lose your favorite thing, or at least focus on your favorite thing, right? Mm-hmm. We. we Bilbo,
0: and it's called the Hobbit and he just like yep. slowly just disappears. <laughs> Isn't he gone for most of that third movie? Yeah, because he's in, cause in the book, he's knocked out unconscious, and okay. then the battle just happens off screen, and yeah. then he wakes up and he's like, okay. And because it's a children's adventure book, and it doesn't really matter, yeah. it's it's almost entirely about the fact that he's this little dude who's just traversing through this massive world yeah. and is not really involved or understanding of their politics. All right,
2: and Honestly, they probably should have gone with the original plan of making this two movies yep. because they stretched it for as much as they could, and maybe that was for money reasons. I think it was probably for production reasons, especially with
0: like the change of plans with director and mm-hmm. all that. So, I know. have I have a, a major point on that to get to, but I'll let you do your best and worst thing first, Alex.
1: My best thing is going to be pretty much everything in the Shire. Um, okay except for the dwarves throwing the plates and all mm-hmm. that stuff matrix style where it's like physics is just out the window mm-hmm. um and that's something that progressively gets worse throughout these movies um and that's kind of why we brought it up in our lord of the rings discussions about legolas and his ability yep. to kind of defy, defy the laws of physics um maybe it's just because it's one character that's doing it it doesn't
0: feel quite and as it's all problem. practical and it's all practical um, Which isn't to say that you can't do good CGI effects with a character doing something crazy, but also it's going to be more believable if it's practical. Yeah. Um, but I really like all the Shire stuff. Uh, I,
1: that's kind of where Martin Freeman gets to shine the most. Mm-hmm. Um, not a big fan of the dwarves for the most part, but I like the part where they're actually singing whatever song it is that they have Missy plastered all over the trailers whatever. and yeah. stuff because it's actually like the one moment where they get serious. The rest of the time they're just howard Shore's jokes. trying jokes. Howard shore is trying. <laughs> um, I like all the interplay between Gandalf and, and Bilbo, and he's yep. like, Can you promise that I'll make it back? And Gandalf says, oh. No, no, yeah. well, I like all that stuff. And then and then Bilbo running off is like, I'm going on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. That then that, that
0: goes into like, Oh, it's a simple adventure, and it's, yep. it's a fun, it's a good time. It came down to a last second decision the morning of whether he was gonna get out of bed and, and run off, yeah. following the doors. Yeah.
1: And it, it's funny because no one in the neighborhood really seems to care. Yep. You just, you know. And one of my many problems with this movie is I feel like it should just start in Hobbiton with, with Bilbo. We shouldn't get all the backstory That's exactly first. what, what
0: one of the things I wanted to, to get to first is the fact that this movie, the beginning of it, and I think it's worse with the extended edition, but... Just because there's more stuff. Yeah, there, well, because there's more time-displaced stuff. Yeah. Uh, but to begin with, the like just in the, in the normal version, the theatrical version... We start with a, a, a big long backstory because we have to do that because we did that for all the Lord of the Rings movies where we got some backstory or something going on uh, that happened before the events of this movie. We got to spend five ten minutes on that because that's the check mark we got to hit if we're making a Lord of the Rings movie, even though this shouldn't be a Lord of the Rings movie. And then, so we spend quite a bit of time there. I think there's some extended stuff that actually makes that even longer. Quite a bit of time in uh, the the Lonely Mountain with all the. Uh, the dwarves and everything that happened with them and the arkenstone and all that stuff. And right. then we jump ahead to right before the Lord of the Rings with old bilbo and frodo. And, and old bilbo is clearly older than bilbo old bilbo And the Lord of the Rings, but anyways, and they're talking about his book. And so for some reason they feel like the audience can't just understand, "Oh hey, you know, we're just going to jump like it's it's going to be in the Lord of the Rings thing, and maybe you will see some cameos along the way." no it's it's straight up just like we have to make sure the audience knows exactly what they're talking like we're talking about here even though Gandalf's in the movie the entire time anyway so why do you feel the need to do this and so th- this sets up the stupid framing story yeah and then finally we jump back from there to the Shire with young Bilbo but it's even worse in the extended edition because there's an extra scene with like young young, young Bilbo like child Bilbo meeting Gandalf it was, like-
1: I thought it was child Frodo
0: or maybe it's child I don't know what it is there's like an extra scene that seems to be like not in the same time period as anything we're looking at yeah uh, i don't know it's it's bizarre i don't know what's happening <laughs> yeah. um so immediately we just like i'm just thinking back to lord of the rings where we start off with this epic epic yeah. tale of this isn't of my the worst thing by the way <laughs> we're just talking t- I'm, I mean, I'm, fine, with, I'm fine with this, this i, just, I just yeah. feel like i should reiterate this it's, is not my worst it starts thing. off with this <laughs> epic tale of backstory and and where the the ring went, and where the ring came from, and where it is now, and yeah. all this stuff. And then from there, we start off with the Shire, and we just follow the Shire. We follow, we follow Frodo all the way out of the Shire into Rivendell, and just into the darker and darker places. And then we sort of slowly spread out the story from there over the next two movies. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's we we bounce between like five different time time periods, and we don't have we can't just settle in. It's not letting us just settle in.
1: Well, my big problem is, so we got a huge exposition dump at the beginning. Yes. But then they give another huge exposition dump to Bilbo later on. Yes. It's like why not just
0: have that happen together? All works, when yeah. they're with Bilbo?
1: Yeah. Once again, by starting immediately in the Shire, you're you're changing the the mindset of your audience because you're not because they're not thinking Lord of the Rings level stakes mm-hmm. by starting straight off in the Shire. Exactly. But then also like there, there's so much weird setup things that don't actually matter like the the um, What's the name of the special orc? Sort of the 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 token bad guy that they oh, have wait, set up.
2: Azog uh, the defiler. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like he doesn't need to be in this movie, but we need no. we need a scene to set him up so he can show up later and be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him. Whatever. Yep. Who well, cares? Well, like in the book, he
2: dies during the battle. Like he like of they course he does. they literally set this up so that they can have like an orc antagonist chasing them along the yeah. entire yeah. franchise.
1: Well, it, that's that's the problem because like. Alerts from Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Very memorable. We don't spend a lot of time on him. No, He has two. Because we didn't need to. And he has like two lines. Yeah. Yep. Find the halflings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 yep.
2: Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like...
1: But it's like the first half is like, okay, so Smaug, Smaug came in and, <laughs> and destroyed the city and, and took the gold, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is like, oh, I don't even remember his name. Who's the head dwarf? Thorin. Thorin, Thorin Oakenshield. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, he like he fights and leads them in Moria, and it's like mm-hmm. oh, he's a leader. Like you could so easily mush these two yes. things together. Yeah. Like, and, and the best part, the the bit where Lee Pace shows up, and it's like oh, Lee Pace is great. All right,
0: Maybe this one go. <laughs> so he just immediately walks away. And
1: I'm like, why did he take his entire elf army there just to? <laughs> was it solely just to troll them? <laughs> nah, man, we ain't helping you today. <laughs> and then he just walks away. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like I said, not my worst thing. I'll get that out of the way and then we can, sure. we can really get into the meat of this, I guess. So, what is your worst thing? Warner Brothers. <laughs> okay. Fair? They are the worst studio. I have decided this. Mm-hmm. Sony's just incompetent. They're the only other real competition here. Mm. And I think they're just incompetent and they <laughs> they're just not very smart. Warner Brothers. They got labor laws changed in New Zealand so they could maintain the cheap cost of filming there. Yep. And I, I would like to refer everyone to this excellent three-part video essay series mm-hmm. that Lindsay Ellis did on YouTube, where she, thir- she goes to New Zealand and she talks to one of the dwarf actors and she thoroughly examines the whole situation. Basically, Warner Brothers is the worst. They, took, they fired Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Who, 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 in
0: interviews, looks heartbroken yes. that he did not get the opportunity to Oh, he it. relates
1: it to losing, like,
0: a wife. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. how he thinks like, the love of, of, of his life.
1: Yes.
2: Well, he had it in his hands, and yep. he was ready to take it on. Yep.
0: And they were like, no, we want Lord of the Rings, even though that's going to work out well. Well, the worst
1: part is, he had a year and a half to prep mm-hmm. to film two movies. Mm-hmm. But instead, they, they, they get rid of him, they tell Peter Jackson, "You got you got, like, a couple months to prep. And then what's even worse is, a month before this movie releases, they decide, hey, we're making this into three movies. Yep. What are you doing? Oh, wait, it's all about money. <laughs> yep. And I'm not... I, I don't really like being the guy that's like, oh, these these greedy corporations, all they want is money. It's all about the bottom line. I'm not usually one of those people yep. that immediately go to that, but this is, like, one of the worst examples I've ever seen of it, at least in, in the film industry, yes. of yep. a movie studio just being so... So shady. With, well, with their and, it, and it goes
0: back to what we talked about with Justice League, how the supposedly there were exe- Warner Brothers executives who, working on Justice League who mandated that the film have a two-hour runtime and that it be released in 2017 yes, so that they yes. could get their bonuses. Yeah, like just some ridiculous stuff. It's and like this
2: isn't construction; it's a movie. It's meant to like
0: be art. Have well, some, it doesn't. It's, it's, have beyond s- that, it's have just some like some integrity. There's well, there's a point at which you're like. Do you realize that you're not going to make as much money this way? <laughs> like well, if you're trying to be a greedy. Each businessman, of these movies
1: made like a billion dollars.
0: Sure, sure. But I like I'm saying in general, like like they, they, they've basically after these movies, they had burned the Hobbit franchise. Or like the Lord of the Rings. I mean, there's a reason Amazon is working on something now and they're not doing trying to do some other thing with it. Because they had just like completely just burned all those bridges in the yeah. same way that they seemingly we kind of have with DC the DCU. I mean I know they're still making more movies than that, but like the audience trust in these movies gets so horribly tanked. Yeah. Um Yeah, and and it's something it's the kind of thing where it's like you definitely know, see Disney doing some shady practices and they try and milk some stuff. I mean, obviously everyone's everyone is talking about now how Solo is bombing and they're like, oh you didn't got your comeuppance for trying to milk Star Wars. I, I ranted about this recently on on the podcast about the fact that the force awakens made like miles more than any other movie ever has in North America. And like when, when you get that much audience box office response, like there is not a more logical option to do than to make more movies on that property. Whereas there's a difference between that and at least giving some like creative control to whoever's involved. I don't know. That's a, that's a whole other story for another day, but I'm saying like Warner brothers has consistently shown a tendency to just completely like, wreck over these franchises by trying to do things and it's not it doesn't seem it's not just like incompetence it's straight up like it's corruption yeah basically it's not incompetence which is what that, we would usually apply to something like Fox
1: or Sony maybe that's too harsh but the fact that they got laws changed yes. that's
0: that's yes that screams corruption again I'm, not, I'm sure other studios have done stuff like that but that this is very high profile and it's yeah yeah never seen anything like
1: this before how have <laughs> they this this same studio gives Nolan carte blanche to do whatever he wants. I don't understand. I
0: got nothing. Would they still give him Nolan carte blanche? Like, as far as if he was working on the DC movies or anything like that, would they still give him full creative control, do you think? If I don't know. how
2: successful he's been? I bet they wouldn't. With every movie, Could they be, kept fighting
0: to get his name on there. From
1: executive producer Christopher Nolan, his, his name is on Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And It's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he told them, hey, don't kill Superman. That's a dumb idea.
0: <laughs> and they were like, he great al- input. We're going to put you on the cur- credits. I think he also
1: said, hey, maybe don't snap Zod's neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were like, hey, great
1: input. Let's put you on the credits. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, maybe Batman should murder everyone he sees. <laughs> <laughs> great idea.
2: We're going to put your name in the credits. It, it's definitely awful how the studio has started to drag some people through the mud. Like how we're talking right now, Christopher Nolan, Peter Jackson, a lot of people think well, they can leave him because of this, and it's yeah, not his fault. Yeah. It is not Peter
0: Jackson's fault. He has given us He probably, my, my perspective is that he probably should have had a little more integrity as far as being like, I don't want to be involved in any of this. Like, well, the problem was, they basically
1: told him, you either do it, or we'll find someone who can. And then they probably would have brought on like Brett Ratner or something right. like that, some right. hack who would have just done whatever yeah. they wanted. Yeah. So he decided, hey, this is the universe True. that I helped True. construct. I'm, um, I'll try. Yeah. And I, you, I don't
0: blame Peter Jackson I mean, for any. We, we talked about this during the Lord of the Rings stuff. If you watch the behind the scenes for the Hobbit, it's he looks sad. Like as opposed to Lord of the Rings, where he's, you know, he's he's definitely tired and he's he's you know he's a little overworked maybe, but he's he's enjoying every minute of it. Yeah. Um, even if he's exhausted, like he's—you can tell this is his passion. Like he's yeah. really excited about this project. The Hobbit—he just looks dead. In the same way that like presidents age, like seem to age twenty years and four. <laughs> Look at Bill Clinton now. That's yeah. that's what—that's what, that's what Peter Jackson happened to Peter Jackson Jackson like. during the making of the Hobbit movies. Well,
2: it's because they handed him like this this kind of box of crap, and they said make gold out of it, and
0: like yeah. he's he's coming up to
2: the deadline, and
1: yeah,
0: yeah. He's doing the best he can. Where did the metaphor for... He was basically laying the tracks in front of the train as the train was coming by. I, I've i heard that I think somewhere. He I said did, that. Did he say that himself? Yeah. 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 Madness. <laughs> but that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like Warner Brothers has
2: definitely been dragging a lot of people through. Yeah. A lot yep. of crap. And they're getting a lot of flack for it now. Maybe not Christopher Nolan because... Well, Zack Snyder had a,
0: a pretty solid cult following before he they, they pulled him into D.C. Like... And now he's, now that he's out, he's he's gonna end up doing some of his own stuff, which, I don't know how that's gonna turn out. But at least like he can get back to doing what he loves. Like he's doing the Fountainhead. Um, that putting that
1: in the perspective of his Ayn Randian viewpoint yes. with how he treats Superman makes so much more yeah. sense now. Yeah. yeah, and like still doesn't
0: make it good. No, no, no. But I'm saying like he was known for Watchmen and for 300, and it's like yes. okay, these are things that people actually to really enjoy yeah and so these a are,
1: horror movie remake people actually liked yeah and so
0: these are things people really enjoyed and then by the time they had put him through the ringer on this like yeah. his like he's a laughingstock yeah and yeah which is unfortunate because i feel like he could do something with a different style very well yeah, yeah. he has done stuff with different styles yeah very well in terms of what he was trying to do at least yeah like, mm-hmm. I, we should watch that Owls of Guhulman. I really want to actually Just watch out it. of curiosity. I am very interested. I, I read those books when I was younger. Like, I'm very curious about that. Interesting. <laughs> I'm really sorry I brought that up on an accident <laughs> earlier. It's <was> fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I,
1: Warner Brothers is the worst studio. So on that on but that Between line, this and the DCEU, they
0: are the worst studio. Okay. I have some statistics. Oh! oh yeah. <laughs> I wish I had. So, had so. <laughs> the Hobbit... The hobbit it's a it's a, it's a children's book i mean it's a it's an old children's book so it's not like we're not talking picture book but it's we're not talking chapter book it is it is a full novel right um
1: remember when we, people
0: read we got three movies out of, the, out of the hobbit now i will say the they also brought in stuff from the lord of the rings appendices which is just like extra stuff Tolkien was just like i wrote all this stuff let's just put this in here at the end of lord of the rings and see what happens yeah uh, and that's where a lot of the stuff with like Thorin and the and the, the Mines of Moria, or not the Mines of Moria, but all the Moria stuff, the the battle at Moria and right. like Gandalf the, seeing the Council. Yeah, the Council and, and the Sauron being at Dol Guldur and and all that crazy stuff with the the Necromancer and all that. That's where a lot of that comes from. Um, they got three movies out of the Hobbit. Would you like to know? Would you or would you like to to take a guess? Uh, of all the Harry Potter books, what do you think? Let me let me figure out how to word this. How many of them do you think are longer than The Hobbit? N- keeping in mind that all the Harry Potter books, uh, except for the last one, only got one movie. Let's take a guess. All of them? Not quite. Not quite. Six of them. It's five. It's five, and, and you, you, would, you would probably be able to guess the only two that are shorter than The Hobbit are the first two Harry Potter books. <laughs> all the other ones, which they each adapted into one movie, Excluding the final movie, which they only did, they still ended up doing only, what is that, like, how, how long are the two parts of the final movie? The but first one's right. about, They're a, not super
1: it's long. like 2.20, 2.30, mm. and the, the final one is the shortest movie of all of right. them, it's yeah, yeah, 2.10. Yeah,
0: so the, they didn't, like, go crazy with it, like, it's, it's I mean, it's... Although it, I wish they went crazy with it. Sure, sure. They, they had,
2: like, four and a half hours of content. Yeah. Basically. Like that.
0: Basically. Out of and and that that I should say, over twice as long as the Hobbit. 198,000 words. The uh-huh. Hobbit is in 95,000 words. What what else are we going do? You know? Do you know uh, how many of the Twilight books are longer than the Hobbit? I
1: don't think I've ever seen a Twilight book in person.
0: Oh, we're losing the mic here. Oh, we're losing the mic. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I got it. I got it. It's fine.
1: We've been having some difficulties with the, with our janky them? setup. All right. Is Joseph, the answer Joseph, all of them? Joseph
0: is asking all of them. What do you think? i fine. Well, I'll, I'll go. All the answer go. is all of them. Oh, all, bro- of yeah! them are longer, all of them are. All of them are. And only one of them was broken up into two books or two movies, I should say. Because hey, Harry Potter did it. That seems pretty cool. It the the seminal Stephen King novel, is. <laughs> That's like broken, the longest book ever written. Right. Broken up into two, two movies. Two movies. So so I mentioned the Hobbit is ninety five thousand words. Do you know how long it is? 400,000? Like, I was going to say 5 million. 445,000 words. It's a and they're doing it in two. Hey, quick, they're streamlining it, but they're doing it in two. Yeah. Quick plug, if you haven't read it, read it. It's, it is great. It's it's. It gives you context into some scenes you might need context. I'm
2: actually scared when I'm reading the book.
0: <laughs> the the Hunger funny. Games. How many of the Hunger Games books are longer than The Hobbit? All of them? All of them. Because they're all about the same length.
1: <laughs> All of them are... are are you seeing the pattern here, audience? The so so uh And the last one, I feel like it's questionable whether or not they should have split it up into two. Sure, movies. sure. That's a, they that's probably the could have gotten away with one. I don't have a problem But with they that split one.
0: it up they split up a book that is longer than the Hobbit into two, <laughs> two movies, Yeah, not three. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so they, this still goes into your point.
2: Well, and like I think I think And I of know.
0: course I, I should mention also, okay. I just want to finish up on this. Each one of the Lord of the Rings movies is longer than The Hobbit. I I think that's fairly... Or each one of the Lord of the Rings books, I should say, is longer than The Hobbit. I think that's fairly obvious. They're all... uh, They actually decrease. So there is a lot that they cut out of the the first Fellowship of the Ring um, for the movie, which, just for pacing reasons and stuff. But if you you took out the stuff that they just wholesale cut, um, they'd all be around 140,000 words, as opposed to 95,000. Each of them got one movie and was extended into... A nice length, but like, right.
2: There's also a lot more going on. What did
1: you do? Thank you. <laughs> what did you do, Warner Brothers? Thank well, you for performing all that <laughs> analysis and the arithmetic for us, Tyler.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. I'm just like, <sighs> the, I don't, not like they, they there. There's been some bad exploit exploitations of adaptation adapt adaptations adaptations right. in order to try and make them like stress them out. Like that all started with the Harry Potter movie. Did that start? Yeah, because that because that was the first one, right? And then yeah. that did that. Then Twilight did that. Then Hunger Games did that. And, and Except then, with Harry Potter, they actually had a point. Yeah, they had. I mean, yeah. I mean, the um, director even said he's like, "I went to the studio and
1: I said, if you if this is one movie, it'll be the most expensive movie ever made. Yeah. You, I think it'll be smarter to do yeah. it too."
0: Yeah, and uh, and it, it and that's a that's a thing too, where the last few books, all of which, maybe not all of which, but uh, yeah, the last four. I mean, they probably average around two hundred thousand. And okay. so they had been almost shorting them, like for the last few, yeah. few books there. And so you know, it's like, I don't, yeah, because it, it, I I think even the Divergent series didn't that do two movies. Did I, that even? Finish? I don't. I don't know what happened. Didn't they that.
1: cancel it because the whatever the third one like, like did yeah, terribly? Yeah, some, something.
0: Like I'm
2: that. pretty sure they've had like two. I, I think it's maybe three movies. I feel like it's only been two. I could, Who
1: I, I don't cares?
0: But that's that's my point. Right. Is that. All of these are, are examples of... of are maybe... Out, uh, disregarding Harry Potter, like the, the, all those young adult novels in that, that series that got big are examples generally of, oh, we're going to kind of stretch this out into something a little unnecessary. Yeah. Um, although I should say, I mean, even Breaking Dawn, that's like 190,000. Like, that's, it's, it's still pretty long. Um, my point is, there has never been anything on this scale yeah of, of 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 trying to squeeze so much out of so little. And it's not a dense book either. Yeah. It yeah. follows one character. The character goes to places and sees exciting things, right? There's some characters around him that he gets to know. You get to know them as well. We follow these this cast of characters. We get to the end, we come back.
2: Yeah, like the thing is is that like the only thing you could really justify maybe making two movies total with is all of the crap they pulled out of the appendices. Yeah, but even then, A lot of it is so unnecessary.
0: Just so much of it is unnecessary because they you If if you pulled all the stuff out of the appendices that they use and then made it into two movies, you'd be stretching it. And they stretch it into three. It would be
2: two... It should be two hour and a half long movies. I mean,
0: and and I I am harping on this. A lot of what they do with the third one... A lot of the reason why they were able to get three movies out of this is because the third movie is literally just one giant battle sequence that doesn't exist in the book. Yep. Um, And it's dumb. And we'll get there. But, like... My, my overall point is just... What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No more. <laughs> Basically, yes. In summary. And that's my quote on the poster. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: And Do we want to actually, like, discuss the movie the now movie. instead of... <laughs> the, <laughs> the but, but the, the periphery is is of it is, is fascinating, fascinating.
0: Horrifying, and you
2: could go into all sorts of like online videos discussing all yeah. this. Like yes.
0: we're
1: probably not, we're obviously not the first people to talk about this, and like, we won't be the last. <laughs> no. Right. I do think Lindsay Ellis has the most thorough breakdown. Yeah, there. that was good.
0: It, good. Which is again, that's not even necessarily based on the story as much yeah. as it is the, Just the production. Yeah. yeah. What do we think of the dwarves? Do
1: we like them as characters? Because really, that's where the focus is. Aside from Bilbo, it's the dwarves. My Do favorite. We like my that. favorite one is Sleepy. <laughs> I like Bashful and dopey. I'm more of a dopey guy. Game, yeah, yeah. Gamli's
0: pretty good. Gimli's <laughs> pretty good. You like his? Uh, his uh, uh, Peter Dinklage from from Infinity War. He's he's pretty good. I you are gonna say Peter Dinklage from the Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian is pretty <laughs> good, good. God, <laughs> that too. That too. He's in that movie. He is. Oh no. This is... You could convince me that they had just, like, put Peter Dinklage in as one of the dwarves and were just kind of, like... Like, like they just never gave him any characterization. And that he would just... Like, just every now and then you'd just be like, Oh, is that Peter Dinklage? And yeah. then they, it would just, like, not... Like, you could convince me that that was a the thing they did. Okay.
1: Well, it, it all leads back to this this problem that Joseph keeps bringing up. Of, of like, the stakes and, yes. and trying to be an adaptation of The Hobbit while also trying to be a Lord yep. of the Rings prequel. Because the dwarves, for the most part, are played as jokes. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially I, whatever the fat one's name is. Like they make like 50 different jokes about him in the movie. It's like oh he's sitting on a chair. Oh the chair broke because he's fat. Yeah. What is this a Melissa McCarthy movie? Yeah. Like come and on. And
0: all he gets in this movie That's is all fat he gets. jokes. He breaks a chair. He. The, I think there's a thing where like the tree branch is cracking because he's, he's on it or something like that. There's a few. There's, there's a bit he where falls he burps, on he right? fall, yeah he burps he falls on a few people like some goblins or something. Yeah. I'm sure they bring up something about it whenever they're trying to cook them the giants. I I feel like there probably is I was not I paying attention. to at like that, that's one. I mean to I was say it, like I my eyes were on the screen. Like I get but, the,
2: I get this is around a kid's book, but that doesn't necessarily mean that every
1: joke needs to be a fat joke. Or well well sure? that's, that's one <laughs> thing. That, that stuff like constantly going for the cartoony angle. You could make that work. Yeah. You can make it work where they're they're all kind of one dimensional yeah. characters. Yeah, yeah. But you can't also do the the Lord of the Rings. We're trying to raise the stakes. It's super serious. We've yeah. got the necromancer and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it it does not work. They're constantly butting heads with each other. That necromancer crap goes on for so, <laughs> so long, long. I, okay, and we no, don't no, no, even no. get okay, anything okay, okay, in okay. this movie. No, no, no. no. We got a, We got a new quote on the poster. That necromancer <laughs> crap <laughs> goes on. Tyler, here comes
0: yours. <laughs> It, it's we don't get any of that. This is uh, this isn't even the part where like they go and they doesn't Gandalf go with Radagast in the next movie and they like go find some yep. something or the other in a in a big yep. castle and then eventually of course then the third one they all go to the the, the castle the to necromancer. Save, to save Gandalf yeah to save like... Gandalf. This movie doesn't even have any. It's just them talking and they're talking about stuff we don't care about. We didn't get this much exposition from these guys in Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, I hated Radagast.
0: Yep. Not quite nope. on a Dr. Kafka level. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not quite. Okay, so or we're a ass- Teal Leone from, say, from, we're from the Three, I was going to say,
0: we're assembling the Or Carl or, or Urban from Thor Ragnarok. We're just assembling the power he, team. He's, here. Pro-
1: he's probably on the same level as, as Scourge. Okay, okay. So so, so we, we've got the bottom level, which we're is Teal Leone the, and Kafka and probably some other people. Jared ass- Leto
0: Joker is probably there. We're assembling the Alex version of, of the Suicide Squad. People yeah. he wants to punch in the face. People he wants to put on a team where they're all done. And then on the <laughs> slightly
1: more bearable periphery, I got Scourge and, and Radagast. Sure. Sure, sure, What about Slipknot? We're seeing- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, 30 seconds of screen time does not justify does being slip, on the slip This is Slipknot. His rope steals the
0: souls of his victims. <laughs> <laughs> He's got my back. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyway, that was our review so of was Squad. No, 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 that was
1: that was a I love that. That was great. So Radagast is on this list of skirt why (laughs) because they're complete waste of time fair enough and they try to give them character particularly scourge like radagast doesn't really get a character arc like he's just kind of there and he's like oh nature the the necromancer whatever i'll be in sequels it's fine like it's 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 to the point where like i think they're they they're just like absolutely useless they're i wouldn't say they're they're not as severe detriments to the movie as as my bottom mm. rung is. Like I think that they're like I hate the movies while they're on screen. When Scourge and and um, Radagast are there, I don't hate the movie, um, but I'm just like get them out of there, please. Sure. Yeah,
2: they're they're definitely kind of like okay. I, I think I lean a little bit more towards liking Scurge, probably because it's just Carl Urban, and, yep. like, he has the kind of Oh, we had this whole interesting... discussion
0: on, on the Thor Ragnarok podcast where I was trying to defend him, and I just gave up at some point. Well,
2: no, yeah, and I get that. And, like, obviously he's he's got those images from the comics and stuff like that. Whatever. But, like, with Radagast, I get where you're coming from. It's like...
1: He's got, like, he's bird just... poop on the side of his head. like, funny joke? And he's got a chariot with jackalopes?
0: Yeah. Jack-a-lose. Question mark?
1: And there's like a 30-minute scene where he's just walking around and he's like, Oh, so there's a monster in my house or whatever. And it's like, oh, the squirrels are dying. And I'm like, why is this happening? I thought we were following a little hobbit. We had really bad acid. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. The hedgehogs are dying. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Sir. Come on.
0: But there's like a whole That's whole, Sonic
1: there! But, but, what there's like, you do? but there's like a whole scene where like one of them's dying and he's scrambling to try and make an antidote for them to try
0: and save yeah. them. I'm like,
1: yeah. this should not be a sequence. This is a whole sequence. Well and they have like the
0: spiders crawling on the outside. Yeah. Which is ultimately part of the thing is that all of that stuff goes nowhere in terms of the actual plot of the movie. It's just, It literally is an entire setup for the stupid thing at the end where it's like, oh, it's Sauron, he's been in the eye the whole time, didn't you? Oh my goodness, it's Sauron, he's actually standing, it's not an the eye, he's standing in the tower and there's a ring of fire right now. oh my yeah. goodness!
2: Well, I'm like,
1: don't you remember Lord of the
0: Rings?
2: <laughs>
1: and the,
0: <but> I, Underrated <laughs> Jim, Lord of the Rings?
2: I think what Tyler's trying to get to here is that when you read the book, it is all about Bilbo. Yep. Yes. It is basically from his perspective. I mean, it's mm-hmm. third person, but mm-hmm. it's from his perspective. Whenever he gets knocked out, nothing happens. He wakes up, and then he finds out what's happened yep. because of the battle, but, like, we don't get all this periphery. Yeah. We don't get all that. Like, if anything, we if we learn about anything, it's being told to Bilbo. Yeah. And I feel like they should have stuck with that. Now, yeah. I think modern movie makers have a hard time with the idea of like you can't go from place to place you can't jump around but that's just the way it
1: works well, especially because yeah. the franchise mentality so we've got to be setting up the yeah. cinematic universe and all that stuff and i'm like what but it, it's just a little children's book you don't relax well like what what year did you say this came out was 2012
2: 2012 what also came out in 2012
1: the avengers <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you see my point yeah it's just
1: well I don't even think you could (laughs) potentially do three movies of this I think you could do and there's probably some edit like we'll we'll probably talk about the different fan edits because you've done a little research about this thank you for showing up there there's probably like an hour and a half edit you could do of each of the three movies Mm -hmm. and just be like yeah here's Bilbo's story with the dwarves and we're done
0: third movie might be 10 minutes
1: <laughs> that, we'll have to
0: watch it i mean i'll, I'll be, have, I'll have be to be watch it. Yeah. yeah
2: that okay
0: because i because I, they do beef up like the
1: bard's character right and like the, the sort of the political stuff between the elves and the dwarves yeah. and trying to get into yeah. the thing like all that stuff is is that more fleshed out from the novel because i feel like that stuff's kind of worthwhile try and try are,
2: are you talking about the third
1: movie or just... yes. yes okay yeah. well the
2: third movie is pretty much Smaug dying which because, should be the end of the second movie, but right. we'll get to that. See, well, I mean, and that's the whole money thing. Yeah. It's like they wanted the cliffhanger so that everyone had to go see the third one. Yeah. yeah. But, like, whenever you make... Whenever you're basically done making the first movie and they tell you, oh, yeah, we're not making two, we're making three, Peter Jackson had to cut his script from two probably into... You, you could say in half. You
1: could say in a two-thirds and a third kind of thing, but... Well, it, it gets even worse because like they had to stop shooting because they didn't know what to do for the battle sequences in the third movie mm-hmm. like Andy Serkis was talking about it like he was an assistant director trying to help mm-hmm. get some of the just some of the base shots down and they had to stop production because they didn't know what to shoot yep. probably because they didn't plan for the battle to be the whole movie Yeah. because they had originally planned on it being two
0: yep but we aren't there yet
1: yeah um thank god we were talking about the dwarves and not let us into all that um how did we get there?
2: <laughs> we were talking about... We somehow got on to Peter Dinklage.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we made a whole joke about that because I was talking about... Like, <laughs> I, was, I was making
0: fun of the fat dwarf. Listen to our review of our review of The Hobbit and Unexpected.
1: Or we literally just recap what we went over. But the dwarves are cartoon characters, like you were pointing out. Well, it's even worse because some of them are designed like cartoon characters. Like, some yeah. of them look like they're out of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yep. But then you have, like... I'm, I'm blanking on his name again. Thorin? Thorin. And then like Keely, and Keely, yeah. Which one has, um, romantic tension with with uh, Kate from Lost? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it, Keely? Uh, Feely? Keely. It's one of them. The problem is I don't know. Well, the ones that we are supposed to sympathize with the most and focus on the most are specifically made to look more human and less cartoony. Yeah, but it's, like, it's so transparent. Well,
2: it. Like I can remember Feely Keely. I can't even remember the name of the of the big one, like not the fat one, but the big tall one. Dumbo. Because... Isn't one buffer? Sure, but like, like, and then Buffo. Thorn. Like I actually liked Thorin. The Wolverine.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I actually liked Thorin, and I liked the characters for Feely Keely. I, I know you're not a big fan, so we'll like,
0: talk about Thorin as well and and his character relating to. Bilbo in this movie is kind of odd and out of nowhere and stupid. <laughs>
1: yeah. My, my biggest problem is they're trying to make him a, a, a pretty much a proxy for Aragorn.
0: Yes. and Which that, is wrong.
1: And that kind of feeds into making him look more human. He's dressed all in black like yeah. Aragorn. Like, they're trying to make him the uber awesome action guy. Right. And, now, and I feel like... I don't know. I, he, is a,
2: he is an uber awesome action guy in the yeah. book, but don't make him Aragorn, make him Thorin Oakenshield.
1: Yeah. Well, okay, so the, the whole bit where Bilbo opens up the door and all the dwarves fall in. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe in the book, I haven't actually read the book, this is just me doing some research, I believe Thorin falls in with, with that group. Yeah, but instead he's just like standing behind But he room. arrives separately in yeah. in, in, in the in movie. movie. Yeah, well,
0: it, it's specifically, I think in the book, they all come, the, he definitely comes with other dwarves at least. Like, they come, they're a separate, they're like, Four or five at a time. Okay, I, I think something
1: like that. Okay, he's not trying to be like the Lone
2: Ranger. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that movie's terrible too. Um, but I, but I feel like if you started him from a place of he's trying to be awesome, but he's kind of a loser, yeah. and slowly earns back his keep. Right. I feel like that's the way you go with it. Not just, oh, he's Aragorn. We're doing that again. Yeah. I feel like that's inherently less interesting.
0: Do we want to go ahead and dive into that and and how his relationship with Bilbo yeah. at the end is, is just all sorts of janky. Um, sure. This is basically the end of their character arc as, as a... Yeah, you know, so for one there's, there's the, the fact arc. that they planned out their character arc apparently in this movie and then that's it and now they're, they're friends. Uh, basically, he... For
1: some reason, they're best bros.
0: Yeah, he... Uh, so he treats Bilbo like crap for a yeah. while and then Bilbo... What is it that... He does something where he... Ba- he saves him from the trolls or he, he distracts the trolls and, and like he does, does enough to keep... So that Gandalf... And that should be the part you would imagine where Thorin starts warming up to Bilbo because it's like, oh, all the doors got captured on their own. Bilbo kind of escaped and, and like talked to the trolls into stalling them until Gandalf was able to save them. Which, well, do you Once know again, why? Oh, sorry. If the
1: movie was sillier and and just going for a more cartoony tone, I would really like that dwarf scene or, yep. or the the giant yeah. scene. Do you know why Thorin wasn't nice to him after that?
2: Because in the book, it's Gandalf. It's not Bilbo doing the distracting. Gandalf is also distracting. Yeah, that's what
1: I'm trying to say. Well, yeah, Gandalf in the movie, he just shows up and he's like,
2: Sunlight! yeah, Stone! But in the book, it's Gandalf doing that, so Thorne still doesn't have a reason to like Bilbo yet.
1: Well, that actually feeds more... That that would be more logical if they did that in the movie, because Bilbo's the one... Exactly, that's what he's saying. That's what I'm trying to say, because like in the movie... Is Bilbo still the one that gets caught first? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. What what I'm trying to say
2: is that, like... Basically, the rest of the movie is written like Gandalf say, like did the yeah. whole distraction. and Bilbo's thing. completely useless, right? Exactly. Even though he
1: he he's been proactive and he actually helped, yes, save
2: them, right. right? And the only time in the book, like the only time in the book where they actually start looking at Bilbo, like, hey, you're actually kind of useful instead of just some hobbit that's coming along mm. because the old guy said you should, yeah, is after they escape. Well, Monk. specifically because he gets the ring, right? Well, because he gets out there and they're like. Yeah, they're like, how'd you do it? And they're like, and they're like yeah. oh, well, you must, like, you must a, be... Because I'm a burglar, that yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. like, that's So that's like the one part where it's like, okay, he, mm-hmm. this is kind of with the book. This is going along with why they start respecting him.
0: Yeah. But Thorin doesn't really start respecting him at that point anyway in no. the movie. And it's more ridiculous in the movie because, for one, and this is a whole other tangent that we'll have to just put a pin in and, and come back to in just a second, uh, there's the, the, the ridiculous over-the-top stupid scene with the uh, stone giant mountain dudes... Yeah. That is like literally not even a paragraph long. It was thirteen words. Yes, it's just like, oh hey, here's the thing about some yeah, stone giants, rocks. thunder. I don't know. It's you in know, this crazy magical world. And
1: I had forgot this scene existed <laughs> until we watched the movie. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> s- I seriously forgot it happened. And you're just yeah. watching, like, what is going yeah. on? Yeah.
2: Well, and it's funny because it's just kind of like. If you think about like a mo- like typical movie structures, it's more of like a traveling montage in the book. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. walking along. Yeah. And they're going oh, yeah, through the mountains, and... and they dealt with stone giants throwing rocks at them, and then they kept going. And I guess that when nice if, it, if they were writing it, they're like, "Hold montage. on a minute, like that. Yeah. let's make this a thirty-minute sequence."
0: And so that's a whole thing. We'll, we'll talk about like, it in a second. Like, and like, and, and that it's... is specifically the expansion of scenes into crazy action scenes that don't need to be there. But
1: like what if it's just like wide shot they're walking and in the background you see the yep. rocks fighting and That's then you just cut. basically what it is. Just do that. Yeah. But um, instead the, there there's a moment where it's like oh the half the team's getting crushed they're going to die they get smashed into the wall. And then
0: somehow they survive. But it's even better. It's even this is why I brought this up is because they, somehow they just they're just like oh it's fine. And then they, <laughs> they so then so this little the tracking of a scene the, one of the one of the dwarves grabs bilbo cuz bilbo's like slipping off the edge and grabs him. I think it's Thorin. Right? Is it Thorin? Uh, no, 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 Thor- no, because someone else, because whatever happens, it's it's after that someone else falls down because they're Thorin? trying to save Bilbo. Does Thorn fall down? I think it's so. so. And then they, pull, so either way, somehow they pull, but it's like, and then Thorin's like super ticked off at Bilbo, and I'm like, what? He just got kicked into a mountain by a giant stone giant. What are you, like, what, what would you expect it's him to do in this stone. scenario?
2: So Tyler, a giant stone giant. Yes.
0: Well, that's not the point. Like but actually like what? he's just like super angry at Bilbo. Yeah. And yeah. And it's like, what are you what? It doesn't
2: it doesn't have a place in the movie because it's not earned. Yeah. He hasn't earned that anger.
0: And then that leads into
1: Bilbo thinking, like, Oh, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back yeah. home and then they start the whole goblin sequence.
0: And then there's another moment when they're in the cave where Bilbo's like, I'm gonna help you guys like he's talking over with one of the one of the nameless dwarves, uh, he's talking over. There's too many of them. There are too many of them. Well, it's not even that there's too many of them There's too many of them, and we don't get any characterization for all but like three. Oh, he's the um, fat one. There's the fat one. There's there's, Philly. I don't and, really care if anything happens to any of these characters Yes, and there's Thorin, and that's it. All I
1: think um, of is in the Hangover when no Mr. no no sorry sorry sorry, goes, sorry sorry
0: oh it's funny because he's fat. He i started laughing. That's there's, all I think of. There's the old one, in the, who we know because he looks old and he's got a, he's got a little megaphone for his ear. Yeah. We, so there's the old one. We've got that, too. Isn't
1: he the one that Lindsay Ellis interviews? I yes. can't
0: remember. I believe so. Okay. Um, and, and then one of them is Gimli's dad Because
2: yes, he pulls out go. a yeah. photo of Gimli. You then remember I, Lord of the Rings? Uh, <laughs> well, the... the yeah, but anyway, <laughs> the,
0: so, so there's a conversation as well that they have when they're all in the cave. And and Bilbo is having a conversation with one of the dwarves about how he's gonna help them find his home, and it shows Thorin is awake for at this moment. Yeah. So it's like okay, so maybe now Thorin's gonna be like, oh hey, you know this guy, this guy has heart. He's gonna try and help us. Like he's, he's he's you know he he cares about us and about our cause, and you know maybe that's the point where his heart starts warming up. Maybe I was too harsh on the little guy earlier. No, no, that's never never played again. So then he shows up with the ring. Thorin's still just like I don't trust you. I don't like it. Eh. And then and then at the end they there's the stupid fight which again so many stupid action scenes in this movie the stupid fight with, the, with the, the white orc shows up and he's like i'm going to fight you guys on a tree and they they start throwing pine cones at him. Flaming they, pine. Cones. They start throwing pine cones at him, Flaming and then he, he, he they come oh down my God, from the that tree, happened. <laughs> and the tree's like falling, and Thorn's like, "I'm gonna run at you!" And then he does, and then and then they start playing uh... they start playing the ring Wraith theme as as, yeah. as Lindsay Ellis pointed out because apparently
2: um, Thorn's evil now or something, or yeah, because yeah.
1: they decide to split it up into three movies. And Alan Shore went, "Oh crap! It, it, um, <laughs> here you go!"
0: Yeah, and and. So then he's running, and then there's like a slow-mo shot, but then the the, the orc just kind of like knocks him down. It's, it's like really dumb. Um,
1: <laughs> there's
2: like a 30-second sequence of him running, and he just gets knocked to the ground. Well, also, he gets Like something to you'd the... expect from Austin Powers. <laughs> well, he gets knocked to the ground. Isn't it with Azog's niece? Yes. And it's like, wouldn't that kill <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Help? <laughs> I need to <don't>. know. <laughs> I don't care how like tough he is. I, like that mace isn't just like a, a hammer that maybe just deals blunt damage. Like it has blades on it. Like how is he not like dying right now? And know. then,
1: well, well, even then he he's not in any pain or anything. You remember in in, uh, in Return of the King where uh, Eowyn's fighting the Witch King and he's got the mace thing. Yeah. And like she's and trying to block her, him, it, hits it her shield. shield, and it, and it her like, arms, wrecks, like, wrecks her arm, broken. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, that's... in this scene, Thorin gets up. And he's like, "I'm fine. I'll hold you." I got an oak and shield. It's fine. Because, um, because. But
0: then, so, so, so. Anyway, uh, Bilbo is like, "I'm gonna go help," and so he goes and he runs after. It, and then the fat guy's probably in the background hanging the tree, like, "Oh, oh, oh I'm falling up!" <laughs> and then, and then Bilbo just runs, and he's like. I'm a help too, and then he just kind of like jumps at a guy, and he the guy tackles a guy. That's his big defining moment that and, helps helps win him over. And to some, somehow they all they're all like, yeah, and then they all get off, and they're like, we're gonna fight, and they they, they fight. I don't really remember what happens. So the Eagles show, show up. Eagles show up, and they grab because him because of course they do because and, and, Tolkien. Because we do the thing with the butterfly and the. You remember Lord of the Rings? And, <laughs> Dude,
2: I know what that is!
0: <laughs> and and so then they, they the eagles take him and they fly to a place. And then it's like. Okay, and then Thorin does the thing. It's literally the thing from. Oh crap, what is that movie? Uh, I, I think it's from Dumb and Dumber. I, I haven't even seen that, I don't think. But um, where, where it's. There, there's a, a clip that gets used a lot where it's like. Just when I thought you couldn't get any stupider, you do something like this and totally redeem yourself. It's like yeah. I think I like Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and it's like what? Yeah, like <laughs> they build it up as if he's not about to turn around and be like, "Yeah, I love you now." Basically, like even though they they're very clearly telegraphing that's what he's about to say, yeah. and then he says it, and you're like, "Why?"
2: Well, and it's like it, it takes him kind of saving his life, which is understandable, but like not he also like has to be like very psych out about yeah it. like a real person doesn't do that there's just...
1: <laughs> drama yeah hashtag
0: drama i felt something yeah it's it was heartburn <laughs> well and like it, it, a, lot of people, a lot of people do make fun of
2: the eagles thing that was in the books so sure i can't really i don't even care crap. about the eagles thing i'm just talking about like
0: well, for one, because how does that go down in the books? I was trying to remember this. How it's similar. Like, why are they? Why are they being stuck on like a? a it's angry tree. goblins chasing them. It's just it. goblins, right? Goblins from Moria. It's yeah. not like, like a... oh, we haven't talked about the goblins yet. Oh else. no, we have not. Oh. Well, no. we haven't talked
1: about the goblins. We haven't talked about the orcs. We haven't talked, we haven't about, talked about the other th- orc sequence. We yeah. haven't talked about that yet. Oh, we, the, how the orcs were chasing them at and, the Radagass, and get, it makes no sense. And Radagast
0: is sort of just spinning around in a circle, like just. And they get places. forced into. And they Rivenvel. go into. They go into a cave, and then like they come out of the cave and for red- some bell? reason. As they they fight, uh, I think they.
1: I don't. Yeah, want the, it. Cause <laughs> the
0: the Rivendellians they show up and they're like, "We're gonna fight." I guess or something like that and then we go back and then we spend another half an hour just listening to Elrond and Kate Hugo Weaving's like
1: you know how I didn't want to be Red Skull yeah I'm gonna do three of these
0: (laughs) figure that out
1: (laughs) they they probably threatened Hugo Weaving with another actor I guess
2: two I don't think he's
1: in the second one right
2: I, I don't know no he's in he's in all three
1: yeah, okay, is he? Okay. He's in all three because in the third one,
2: he's the one... Well, he comes I, know he's, I know he's in the
1: third one. I just couldn't remember if he's I'm in the second one. Almost certain he's in the second one.
0: There's probably at
1: least 20 minutes of them all talking about because they Because they have to have something involved with the necromancer so, every single one. So do Galadriel and Gandalf have a thing? Because they have a scene in this that no. goes on for like half an hour. Every scene no. in this movie goes on for half an hour. They
0: don't, in Lord of the Rings, the books and the movies. They're meant I to be... I can tell you that much. The only thing they are is close friends. Okay. That's it. Well
1: I'm just like I like Kate Blanche. There are some
0: questionable it. scene scene shots in and and framing in this movie. That well no no no. no. I'm saying the, this
2: movie's awful for that. Yes. I'm saying yes. because the books and Lord well, of the Lord rings. I,
1: I don't hate those scenes and like the scenes with Christopher Lee and Hugo Weaving like when they're talking as like a counselor. and yeah. like the necromancer is a thing. I don't totally hate those scenes just because they're all such excellent actors and I'm like I I, it's it's, literally I an, it's, literally it's, it's, it's it's literally an exercise if that council scene was the only scene where they discuss the
0: necromancer and everything just get rid of Radagast I'd be okay with it it's literally an exercise in how how interesting can four great actors make some just incredibly boring yeah. dialogue it
2: was nice and Christopher really.
0: Lee. yes except it's also kind of depressing
2: yeah, because it's like that was was that his last
0: no he's in the third one. He's, he's in all three well no no, no I'm saying was that was, like his, his last, last role. thing? Yeah. yeah might
1: be the worst part is he's just so excited about the, the line in the third one, "Leave Sauron to me." There's a bit in the documentary where he talks about how that one oh, really? excited him. And it's well,
0: just... that's that's not. I'm glad he got that, even if even if it's
1: kind of like it's just super depressing that that's what excited him. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad he got that at least. That's that's something. Still one of my favorite James Bond villains. <laughs> Nobody likes the man with the golden gun, but I do. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> wrong. Wait, I'm wrong for liking that movie, or everyone, everyone else is wrong.
0: Everyone knows that Christoph Waltz is the best. Bond villain. <laughs> he's the author
1: of all my pain, indeed. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> See, <laughs> he's doing an awesome job being a villain. He's affecting people. He's the best going Bond over. villain ever, just not in a Bond movie. In *Inglorious Bastards*, he's the best Bond
0: villain.
2: <laughs> Ain't that the truth?
0: <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that this movie is entirely action scene. There's there's the scenes in the Shire. Well, there were
1: huge exposition dumps at the beginning and then Yes, a yes of there's, there's a couple huge exposition dumps. Well and even the extra clubs
2: are action scenes.
1: Oh my god, you're right. God, <laughs> All
0: right Just so flying
1: around destroying the city for there's, like ten hours. Exposition
0: action scene. There is normal action scene. Um there's plate throwing action. So scene. yeah, there's plate throwing <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I was riveted. Then we go is that is the next thing that happens after that the trolls? The next action scene is probably the trolls. So there's trolls action scene, then, then we there's go There's the chase scene with the orcs. Then there's 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 orc action scene with with Radagast floating around for reasons. There's Rivendell. Remember when it was a big dump. deal
1: that orcs could run around in daylight? Yeah. Now they just do. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like they didn't go back and watch
0: their own movies. <laughs> there's there's Rivendell exposition dump. There's giant angry monster stone things. Action, action scene. scene. Then there's, there's kidnapped by goblins. Then there's the scene. goblin action scene,
1: <laughs> which is one of the worst things. And <laughs> then, I mean, then there's. there's then and there's... then there's.
0: Oh hey, this is actually a scene with Gollum and Bilbo. And then there's Org action <laughs> scene. <laughs> If it just
1: because they keep they, they cut back a couple times I'm like no don't get
0: back stop it it's, it's
1: like it's like how I had an issue kind of with Helm's Deep and like that's mm. such an amazing sequence quick really cutting back, back to else. it right now. yeah but this is like a million <laughs> times worse because the other stuff is aggressively bad <laughs> yes see I I should change my worst thing to the Goblin King
0: uh. Song. Did, oh. did you look up the Goblin King song? No, He's a little. Deep. I didn't want to. It's the, there's an ex- so he sings something in the actual theatrical version, but it's just like a couple lines or something. Like, it's something dumb. Um, in the, the the extended version, there is a song. You should put it and at the end of this. Podcast I will. For everybody. I will. It's just as terrible as you would hope. It would or be. it could play
1: right now. Let's do it. Uh, I'll put the timestamp in. We can add it in later. Well add it in later. It's fine. Are you gonna are you actually gonna play it? Okay, are you are actually gonna play it. <laughs> okay, well, while he's
2: looking for that, we can keep talking. I hated the Goblin King, I hated how every single bad guy in this film was animated. Um, yeah, what I happened might, to like, the real
1: effects from the
2: Lord of the Rings? Because I'm sure they had
1: a bigger budget now. We need to talk about the, the sixty frames per second and how that totally screwed up how they shot the movies. Well apparently if you watch it like oh, here Assassin's we go. Creed Odyssey. Oh. <laughs> oh Assassin's Creed Odyssey! That's going to be complete nonsense. (laughs) Now we're just going to play this whole video.
0: On for another you're minute, you're torturing ahead. me, Tyler. But anyway, don't worry, I, guys. I'll put it at the end of the video as well, or in the podcast. As please well, just as well. cut out that part of the podcast, <laughs> anyway. Whatever, <laughs> I actually think that was in the book. No, no, no that's so that's that's another great point.
2: Now, so, I'm not a, saying that
0: a, the, both The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings are full of just like songs, right? Because because he wants it's to. well, it's and it's like, oh you're, so you're in medieval part, times well it's a
1: part of world it's, building and
0: culture yeah it's like oh you got bards you got people who like to sing People, in de- this is entertainment for people with, without TVs or video games and that's fine <laughs> and and it would be great if like that would work fine if the rest of the movie was that tone like if it was all just like kind of the silly delightful just everyone nothing's really taken all that seriously Isn't you mean the silly it's like a adventure. children's book adaptation yes. should be yes and so it's just this thing and we just we just kind of enjoy it and it's like oh that's a silly song oh, it's, it's kind of dumb but it's like that compared to the first for some reason the first thing that comes to mind is i don't know if you guys have seen moana yeah the you're the, welcome the, well i was gonna say the 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 crab that gets his the villain the, the evil crab the oh, giant yeah. crab gets his song about uh, shiny yeah this is the name of the song and it's like okay that's a that's a that's a thing like it you know, it's just, this is an entertaining adventure movie. Like, it's got some serious moments, but it's it's some dramatic moments. But it's, it's largely a spectacle, and it's it's for kids. Okay. It's what it's designed for. And so we, we've got this, this song. Like, that would fit in a movie like that. It does not fit in The Lord of the Rings. Right, like,
2: kind of... Which
0: is what this movie wants to be, kind of. Well, do you of. remember the old cartoon? The old, like... I've never seen it, actually. Okay, so I'm pretty
2: sure it has that sequence in it, and it fits... I Because you know it it's for kids. It's a cartoon. It's okay. like, it's really old timey, but like you, you can't try to make <laughs> it a Lord, you cannot make it a Lord of the Rings movie and have songs like that.
0: And you in fairness, have, this is extended,
2: y- right? I should say, right? That's but, fair. You can have songs like Aragorn's stuff like that. That's okay. Yep but you can't have like these really Or you can
0: songs. have the the hobbits constantly breaking a song in bars and stuff in the Lord of the Rings where though they'll, they'll be dancing on the tables and they'll be singing a little ditty. Right because it works.
2: It, it seems more time appropriate. Yes. Whereas this
0: seems very
2: <laughs> why well, yeah, like it, it, it it's like why would you even think to put that in besides the fact that it's in the book. Yeah. And like there's definitely times where stuff in the book you can honestly cut out because it's a little—it's fat. It doesn't need to be there, and it doesn't fit the tone that you're trying to deliver. But this just wants to have
0: literally everything they could possibly stuff into the movie. Because they need three three-hour yes. movies. These movies make me want to take a nap. Yep,
1: that's the idea. Well, sometimes Lord of the Rings makes me want to take a nap, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, what makes it even worse for me is not just that. its It, it goes to their just how cartoony everything is like that they're all CGI there's not a whole yeah. lot of guys in makeup yeah um and then just the physics of how they escape yeah, yeah. it's just like a big, they're just like smashing through game. bridges and like and like that's an easy like criticism that a lot of people use and sometimes it's not really all that justified but it really is a video game where they're yes. they're on these platforms that are shifting and they're falling like thousands of feet yeah. and they're just all fine yeah and at the end like all this stuff falls on them all this debris and it's like Oh, we're fine Is as... That was weird. Yeah. Like, the closest thing I can imagine to that is, like,
2: Gimli getting crushed by all the goblins and wargs and stuff whenever... Yeah. It's that... It's from the Two Towers. But There's... It's not, like, tons of wood on top of them. And then the Goblin King falling on top of them. That would kill them.
1: Also, Gimli and the wargs didn't fall thousands and thousands
0: of feet. Right there's a point at which m- there's a point at which at which this movie water you fail this movie and by, by this movie i mean <laughs> they, it should only been a single movie there's a point at which it should have just been 3d animation and just yeah. leave it at that that's clearly the tone that you're trying to not go for but also keep bringing yourself back to because of the source material could you imagine pixar doing yeah. the Hobbit? that would be great it'd be entertaining like or... i know they like
1: to do more more original projects sure still Two more of these.
2: It just kills me that. Well, okay, two things. One, it kills me that they didn't just go for practical effects. <laughs> <and they> get... <laughs> 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 it kills me that they <laughs> go for more practical effects driven. Like, because, like, one, there, there shouldn't be that many. Yeah. that they had to go for. It's not like they had to do armies like they did. Yep. I mean, obviously they didn't do entire armies of people in makeup. It was some special effects, but like at least close up and then two it it, it, it just kills me that like this wasn't made with love it wasn't made like as a dream, it was made for money and it's Kind of like what you guys were talking about in the Lord of the Rings podcast. It's a miracle that those movies were made. That those Lord of the Rings movies were made. And they were made as well as they were. Like, we didn't deserve those. And
0: I think it also goes to show <laughs> the fact that... Uh, they, th- something like the Lord of the Rings franchise probably will never happen again. Simply because that was sort of a miracle of studio interference in the sense that they gave them a lot of room to, to make these movies, those movies very long and to kind of follow very closely with the source material. Uh, I don't know what the budgets were exactly, but I know they were huge. Like, they... they I don't know. I, I just feel like overall, like... I don't know if it's just because of that time period or what it was, but something allowed them to, to let, like, let that huge undertaking get by without anyone, like, really sticking their hands in it. Yeah. Um, which is sort of what you're seeing with the Marvel or the the MCU right now but just it, it's not quite as consistent quality because I mean, for one they're making a lot more movies but two mm-hmm. they, it took them a while to really get to where they, they actually could make sure that all these movies are, are good um, that's a whole other conversation we've had it before but, but my point is that like I don't like this is almost an example of what would normally happen if you try to make something like this you'd get tons of studio interference you'd get people abandoning the project because, or or getting kicked off the project because it's just such a massive undertaking and the studio heads don't trust uh, unless you're very proven to to get this done and they put in someone who's just sort of the the safe option, quote-unquote, and then they don't get enough time to do it because they want their money now. Like, there's so many elements that went into those first three movies that I don't know how they... or that didn't happen for those first three movies that I don't understand, basically. Because this is basically an example of everything that can go wrong with studio, studio interference going wrong. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I, I
2: honestly thank God one of those for movies <laughs> to be made. Other, like, I,
0: I, I don't understand
2: any other reason how they got made Besides having excellent source material.
0: Yep.
1: All right. I have one more thing I want to discuss and I think I, we All should right. close it out. No. So, for some reason these movies were shot in 60 frames per second i guess and basically normal stuff is is typically shot using around 30 <laughs> frames per second so by
0: shooting it with more see i thought it was 48 i thought it was 24 and 48 is it 24 and 48? i think for, for i think you're you're thinking of video game oh maybe statistics. i mean. I think it's, anyways it's, 24, it's more than
1: usual yeah okay and by doing that it makes it look like everything's moving faster but yes. it's not actually like it looks wrong I don't know why Peter Jackson decided to go with that. I don't know why he thought that would make it better, but that ended up screwing them up because they couldn't do a lot of their th- their practical effects. They couldn't do the forced perspective stuff because that's not how that type of camera runs. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Why are you shooting yourself in the foot! It feels like a long line of directors trying to... The real question was, was it his idea or was yeah. it the studio's
1: idea yeah. to be like, push this gimmick well, that it, way we have something else to sell this movie on? Either way, it feels like a long
0: line of movie movie creators uh, trying to go for a gimmick uh, both before and after Avatar uh, and hoping to capture the effect that Avatar had as, being, as sort of being the amazing... 3D cinematic experience that it was. I still yeah. remember when Clash of
1: the Titans came out in 2010 and all the marketing was this is like the next 3D movie after Avatar yeah. Yeah. that we're yeah. really going to push. Yeah. It was all post-converted in the editing room yeah. so it didn't look terrible. terrible. Yeah. I, it was better taking off the, the, the glasses watching the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. Well, like if they feels charge like... you like five bucks more for a ticket. Yeah. Bunch of crap.
2: I, I, I think it's this idea of like numbers mean everything now. And at sells, it's like it sells to see. Oh, I can go see this movie, and some some random stat that I don't really understand what it even means. Yeah. But it's higher than the most the most yeah. other ones. Yeah.
0: It must like, be better. Like honestly, it's like four K, right?
2: Well, it's like honestly, it's like forty eight second, forty eight frames per second. That sounds a lot better than twenty four. Yeah. yeah. And like in some cases, it is, but in movies, not really. And honestly, there's a point where like even the human eye can't even determine the difference. Yeah So why are you changing it?
1: Well, so, uh, particularly from, from the, the production standpoint the fact that you're having to work around other yep. things and like oh we're, we're going to have to lean a lot more on digital effects Why, why would you
0: do that to yourself? Why would you limit yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were the other two shot with 48? I want to say yes Okay. They just realized that like oh no one actually cares about this and we can't market it Okay.
2: No, I think they were shot 24 this was shot 48
1: Okay hmm. er, I can't remember, but um, so maybe this is a bit premature. Maybe we should wait until we review all three of them. I don't know which ones are worse. These are the Star Wars prequels. Hmm. Star Wars prequels.
0: That's my gut. It's Star Wars prequels. I think that these I are think, actual I think movies. We, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think if we watch, I'm just raising the question. Sure, sure. I think I think once we finish watching these, we might be tempted to say these are worse. I think if we went back and watched the Star Wars that could Wars be Re- the recency effect. I was gonna say I think if we went back and watched the Star Wars prequels immediately after, which we're not gonna do, then we'd be like, <laughs> "Oh no, never no, mind." No, we're gonna binge all of them. Every just, single Star just Wars. Just remembering Re- the feeling. We're gonna binge them all in one night. Yeah, just remembering the feeling I had after watching them for the podcast. <laughs> uh, I think I gave both Attack of the Clones. I gave the, I gave Phantom F Attack of the Clones and F minus F-. and Revenge of the Sith an F Sith and F minus. Yep. So there's that
2: for me. I haven't seen any of these movies fairly recently, so just kind of sticking to the idea of like, okay, I could sit down and watch the Hobbit movies and not be bored and think, "What is going on? Who's the main character?" or all the other main yeah. complaints. Yeah, but like with *Phantom Menace*, with *Attack of the Clones*, or even *Revenge of the Sith*, it's just like,
1: yeah, yeah. I hate this. I think it, it, a lot of it comes down to kind of the, that, that perspective that, that Tyler and I have often discussed, where I tend to take the periphery of, of, like, the production and all that stuff. That kind of leads into how I feel about a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how much I like Alien 3. Because mm-hmm. I knew what a nightmare that was, and it's amazing that it's as competently made as it is. Right. Um, but, so, so it, it's it's like... George Lucas had all the creative control he wanted and he made... Those were his movies. Right. He would not have made them any other way. Whereas this is like... Completely ruined from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Peter... Ja- this isn't really Peter Jackson's voice. This is, this is the studio. So I don't... From that perspective, I don't know which one's worse. Probably...
0: Yeah, I don't know what that means about the grading for the movie. I just know. Probably as films, the Hobbit movies work better. I would I would say so. I think I think they are more palatable. Mostly
1: cuz it's just, it's straightforward. Mostly cuz I can tell you what's happening. Exactly. As Joseph said. You can actually like you can tell you can what's going on. on. Yeah. Yeah. All right, do we want to do grades? No. Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go flat B on this one. Flat B. Yeah. Um just because... That one, I'm curious. Just because I have a feeling... Well, I know the third one's going to get an F- minus for me. <laughs> like, that's where I'm sitting right now. That one. The I don't know about the second one. I remember thinking it was okay, but then again, I thought Same. this one was okay, and it's not.
0: I feel like we might end I, I have, just have a hunch that we might end up thinking the second one is the best. It is. It, to, to the extent that it can be... Given a label such as the best, I mean, uh, because this it's is the, the lo- best of the worst. Yes, this is the one everybody thinks is the best movie, and I disagree. Di- well, I don't know. <laughs> I, the other ones might be worse, but I'll, I'll have to watch them. But yeah, um,
2: I give a D minus. Okay, it's well. Okay, one thing I want to talk about grades with you. Oh
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> you may want to sit down for this. We need.
2: To <laughs> well, well, I mean, like, well, no, I'll I- get another chair. Obviously, you've talked about you've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Like, what do your grades mean, right? You're right. So, like, a C is a positive review. Right? Well, a C is average. It's that like is my re- average. So call nice, like nice, a, nice, clean bell curve. See, for me, a C is like a seventy. I'm thinking, like,
0: right. You're thinking in terms grades. of like
1: academic grading. Yes, yeah.
0: that's not how I think about it. Well, because this the the equipment and what I st- I started off kind of feeling more that way, but as we've gone on, I've more come to adapt. A like, maybe not necessarily a bell curve, but I think I think of my grades in terms of F is zero, A is 100. Well, F minus is zero, A plus is 100. Something like that. F minus is negative five points, it's fine. Um, (laughs) So, but then, so like a D minus is on a grade, it's it's more of a a 10 point scale grade. Like a two would be a D. That's two out of ten. I just think
2: that that needs to be, obviously, like you've clarified it before. I just think that's like something a lot of people might be thinking of whenever they see these grades. Yep. including me for the longest time until you explained
1: <laughs> it i was like
2: you're giving this movie a 70 <laughs> like really
1: or yep. for, yeah so i i guess theoretically like a 5 out of 10 or like a 50 would be a for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah okay i yeah i'm not looking at it from from an academic standpoint yeah. in terms of like Critical. like a 70 you're to 75 yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I would, I would give this a d minus because it's not something i hate but it's also pretty bad. It's very close. Yeah. Because it's abusing some really, really good source material from one of the greatest authors of all time.
1: Tyler. F. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Excellent start, people. Excellent start. Doing <laughs> anything to add to that? No. <laughs> I think <laughs> oh. we made a point. I, I feel like there's room for it to get worse. That's why I'm sitting at a D. I feel like it's it's going to get worse before it gets better. I'm I'm also here. To it's not it. going to get better.
2: Now, now, just kind of a random side note. I'm also here to uh, negotiate for the IT job for the social media chair. You, you, <laughs> mean, you brought up my pay for it. <laughs> now you, you said so, the pay was negative five dollars. <laughs> I prefer not to pay to work. I'll negotiate it up to. Clearly, $5. you haven't
1: worked for this podcast, <laughs>
2: so you, you you need to sweeten the sweeten the pot.
0: No, Tyler's in All charge right, of that. Ten dollars. <laughs> ten
1: dollars.
2: Negative ten oh. dollars.
0: Tyler's in charge of HR so, here. So I do it's want, want, mention, I do want to mention. I want to mention because I don't know if we'll have, we'll have the chance to get you on before uh, the the next three, the, the next two. And I just want to get your reaction. to Almost certainly not. Do you are you aware of the fact that the extended edition of the third movie is rated R? Is that something you're aware of? That's a thing. That's actually a thing. I'm not making that up. You're serious? Yes. We we looked it up because because we I was looking this up and I was we're, like, we're, "Are we're, you
1: kidding me?" Well, we were trying to find the runtimes. For each one to see how it differed from theatrical okay. cuts, and that and we found that okay. So obviously, I'm not aware. I'm not sure if you're
2: kidding. So no, 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 no. no, no, no you you can, can look this up. He's not.
0: He's not. Um, I'm. I'm very like. So so, just giving. I'm just thinking about giving this one an F. Like, I feel like whenever we get we get to a point where we're reviewing a franchise, and like the 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 first one in in terms of at least this subset of this franchise, the first one just immediately is like, oh god, what have we what have we signed up for? Uh the, the immediate kind of goal goal in the back of my mind is just how bad does this get in trying to find the the, the bottom. Right. And so I'm very curious about that third movie because I feel like the next movie we might be slightly surprised by in terms of like, oh, we don't give it flat Fs. Um, but How's that it? third movie could be the worst yeah, thing I've ever seen. I'm very I'm very I, interested. I, I don't think you can beat Requiem. You're probably right. But that movie doesn't exist. For no. Justice
2: League, not Justice League, yeah. That movie, super... actually, all yeah. of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, I mean, how can it be R? I don't know. We're gonna find out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm avoiding the podcast until they <laughs> do something good. I just wanted to make my mark on
1: something involving
2: the Earth.
0: Fair,
1: fair. We already said what we're doing next. Probably hinted at it, mentioned it, maybe. Okay re-owned uh, yeah sure i don't like when people just bring up things in like podcasts or youtube videos and they they don't see but what, what if
2: what if you just kept it floating out there for your like
0: See, yeah, i did million that million i did listeners. that i did
1: that long enough with the, with his last jedi opinion that's, which that's, that's, that's what ended I up out. being it's fine
0: um well did anyone ever well maybe a little fun just fun. frustrated with that no we've All we've received these. like two comments on our entire run
1: <laughs> some guy on youtube keeps commenting or did keep commenting about during our various a- Alien and Predator videos. Yeah, really? Yeah. It was very it's an Alien Predator super fan.
2: Oh, you're getting up there and uploading all of them, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Uh where am I at? Last I saw you were at Pirates, you're at Pirates. Yeah, and I'm I'm uh, I,
0: I'm about to upload the Juggernaut there Transformers so many, 5 There There's so many franchises that I just commentary. feel like we've like burned and raised and left to die. <laughs> yeah. And like pirates like aliens yeah. like Predator. It's been great
2: go see infinity war <laughs> yeah do that. that that yeah also go see solo it deserves a lot more than what it's getting right now and go see
1: oceans 8 yeah maybe there's a lot of fun movies out right now yeah oh yeah and the incredibles too i guess that's uh, probably fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but okay we're doing harry potter next right are, yes, are we logging that, that, that in is, yeah all right. all right i don't know what exactly we're, we're we've got a pretty good idea of what we'll do after that but we're not 100 sure so We'll, we'll get back on that but yes Harry Potter will be the next one which I will feel better about it than this at least
2: hopefully well the, the, the thing about this is this is definitely the sacrifice you have to make to get three arguably a- yes. plus at least
1: A range movies in a row but it's like it's like getting your dessert before you get to <laughs> eat a terrible dinner
2: or what if this is like an awesome dinner but with terrible food
1: Food poisoning scare Sweep City Some po- food got poisoned I'm a little nauseous Yeah <laughs> See really what you guys Should have done
2: Is just said uh, This was The Hobbit And Lord of the Rings Was it's own thing You didn't. We thought about
0: it. it But that would be Going against Our artistic integrity That's, you, can is, is, <laughs> you can find us online At com. You can find us On email At herecomethesequels At gmail.com You can find us On Twitter At HCT Sequels And you can find us On YouTube And iTunes Just just give that a search just, Here come the sequels Just What's the name of the next one? Uh,
2: Desolation that, of Smog. Yes, Smog. Y- that, yeah, right. Story <laughs> they come okay. Back.
1: So, so Smog is in the title. Okay, good. Yeah, Desolation of Smog. That way, I can keep saying Smog.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> keep <laughs> your keep eyes and ears out for our next podcast. Here comes the yardage. <laughs> We decided to give up on movies. Where Tyler talks about football, and I fall asleep. (laughs) It's better than The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey.
2: And I just tell Tyler why he's wrong about football.
1: It's better than The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. Art is subjective.
2: Nothing is real. Goodbye.